0: And welcome into another episode of the Portland Sea Dogs Podcast. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. We hope that you are having a very happy, healthy, and safe holiday season. Now, on this episode, we have quite a few things to cover. Introducing some new staff members who joined us these last couple of months, you know, getting to know them a little bit more before you see them out and about at Hadlock Field for the 2023 season. Then we talk about our word of the day. Then we talk about some very important Jewish baseball players in honor of Hanukkah. So with that being said, we have a lot to cover, so let's dive right in. First, we will hear from Chelsea Raymer, our new director of creative services, Madison Spencer, our merchandise coordinator, and Lauren Gassaway, who will also be working in the ticket office. And if you came out to Hadlock Field last season, you might be familiar with Lauren as she was one of our associates and interns last season before transitioning to a full-time role here with the Sea Dogs. So we'll talk to those three first and then dive into our other two segments. So without further ado... Here are the new additions to the Portland Sea Dogs front office staff. Mm-hmm. It's my pleasure to welcome Chelsea Raymer into the Portland Sea Dogs podcast. One of three new additions to our staff, as our staff has definitely expanded ever since the season ended. But Chelsea, our new Director of Creative Services, how are you liking Maine and and living in Portland so far?
1: Oh, I love it. I love the cold weather. We had snow, and that was really exciting. I just love the town in general. It's very cute. Everyone's very friendly.
0: (laughs) Definitely. Well, let's talk a little bit about your background, because weirdly enough, we met on your first day of work, but we actually went to rival high schools in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And we went to the same college, but we never crossed paths until Portland, Maine brought us together. So talk a little bit about, you
1: know, that passion for baseball and and working in sports and maybe where it started. Yeah, so I definitely say growing up in Dallas, that's where everything started. Since I was probably seven years old, I thought I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. I watched it. I watched uh, ESPN pretty religiously. But I was actually really fortunate because I went to Richardson High School, and there they had a magnet program called the Communications Magnet, and it was a four-year program. I was in it all four years, and there I actually got to be a sports broadcaster. I had my own show called Sports with Chelsea because we did our uh, morning announcements like you see on the news. We don't do them over a speaker, and so. It was really great. I got to, you know, cut my own highlights, write my own scripts and do my own thing. And from there, I had the confidence to then actually go to the University of Missouri where (laughs) I I graduated uh, with a journalism degree in 2020. And while I was there, I worked for Mizzou Athletics. Um, I spent a couple of summers in different woodback collegiate leagues. I did, you know, mostly PR, media, communications, um, after I graduated, I was a COVID senior. So I went home for a little bit and actually freelance for the Dallas Morning News covering high school football. And then I ended up in Jacksonville, Florida doing college athletics once again. And then after that, I actually made my way to Salem, Virginia <laughs> to do social media and promotions for the Salem Red Sox.
0: That's awesome. And now you get to stay in the farm system Mm -hmm. with Boston. So how cool is it going to be when you, you know, you see your first player make it up to Portland that you saw in Salem. And, and, you know, now you're on kind of the same
2: track.
1: I know that's so exciting. Especially when I took this job, I was thinking how I could see some familiar faces in the future and, I think that's super exciting. Might make my job a little easier since I already know them a little bit. I remember all their names, you know, kind of what their personalities are like, so I'm really excited to kind of almost move up with them.
0: Are there any names that maybe Sea Dogs fans should have on their radar as they they move up the system?
1: Nico Cavadas and Jacob Webb were already here a little bit last year, so I'm hoping to see them again um, this year. And then I know Blaze Jordan and Marcel Meyer are definitely they were on people's radar a lot in Salem, and I'm hoping to see them very quickly um, make their way up to Portland.
0: Oh, we're definitely keeping tabs on those two for <laughs> sure. Um, so, you know, what has been the difference maybe between working say in a Double A team with the Sea Dogs versus a Low A Salem uh, team? Are there any differences uh, other than just maybe the level?
1: I would say definitely age. In Salem, the guys were really young. They kind of ranged between the 18 to 22, and a lot of them, um, it was their first taste um, of playing professionally, so I'm hoping with Portland, these guys, you know, all, they will already have a few years under their belt, and they'll kind of understand the standard, because it was also my first year in minor league baseball, so <laughs> I didn't really know all the ropes or anything, and so it was almost kind of, we had to learn together with the younger players, but now that, you know, I have a year under my belt, and I kind of grasp, you know, what needs to be done, and how things work, I'm kind of hoping here with the players, it's more routine.
0: And it, you've actually been a Boston Red Sox fan, for your whole life. Even though you grew mm-hmm. up in Dallas, you do yes. have a little bit of a Boston route to you. Uh, so how cool is it now to work for the team you've been such a fan of for, for so many years? Now you're in their organization.
1: Yeah, it definitely doesn't feel real. I feel like I have to pinch myself every uh, morning when I wake up and go to work. It's crazy. It's always something I strive for, but I never thought it would actually come true. So the fact that I get to work for the Red Sox because um, I've always loved them and now you know, share that with the fans and everything. It's just, it's insane. <laughs> so, before I let you go, we're gonna do some quick hit questions. We only have
0: five. First answer that comes to mind where's your favorite spot to go in Portland?
1: I would say Old Port. I really like all the restaurants and the shopping down there.
0: Same. Absolutely same. Uh, what is your favorite Sea Dogs alternate identity?
1: I really like the red snappers. I ate one for the first time when I just moved to Maine and they were really good. So I'm very (laughs) excited for that night. It's definitely one of the more unique
0: food items
1: up here. I had never (laughs)
0: heard of it before we announced it. So, Um, all right. What is the best promotion you've seen in minor league baseball?
1: I can't remember the team that did it, but I saw a promotion on social media for a minor league team that was handing out underwear uh, with their team logo on it. And I just (laughs)
0: thought that was so unique. Very unique and something you definitely would see in MILB. Do you have a hidden talent?
1: Um, I can touch my tongue to my nose.
0: (laughs) All right. All right. We'll count it. Um, And then what are you most looking forward to next season?
1: Um, I'm looking forward to just kind of seeing the stands full and taking it all in and telling more stories for the fans to enjoy. Absolutely. Well, Chelsea, thank you so much. Um, and we are looking
0: forward to seeing all the things that you create for the 2023 season. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Next, one of our new front office additions, Lauren Gassaway, our ticket office coordinator, uh, Lauren, you are pretty familiar with the Sea Dogs because you are a Mainer. You grew up uh, not in Portland, outside of the city, but uh, you came to Sea
3: Dogs Games as a kid and now you're a part of the front office staff. How cool is that? Oh, this is like a dream come true. I can't even think of a better thing for me. I have loved the Sea Dogs since I can remember coming down from up north with wreck and everything to come to games was so cool and so fun. So now that I'm older and have more experience in all this stuff. It's so cool that I'm actually working here. So where exactly did you grow up? I grew up in Old Town, Maine, which is right, you know, by Orno, right by Bangor. Everybody knows it. It's where Old Town Canoe is. I grew up just a couple miles away from the factory, small house, small town, but um, moved down here to Portland for college when I was 18, and I have not looked back.
0: And so last season you were a member of the Sea Seadog staff, but as an associate and in our associate program that, you know, fans might recognize the 20 or so college kids helping out on game days, but talk a little bit about that whole program and, and kind of the experiences that you got last season that have now translated into that
3: full-time position. Yeah. So being an intern was an incredible experience. I learned so much just about game day operations and about the ticket office And there's a lot more that goes into baseball than you think there is when you're just a person watching it. (laughs) You just, it's just an incredible environment. So we got to do different things like ushering. So we got to be there and stand and help people find their seats, help them with their orders. We were on promotions. So we got to go onto the field and help with the games. And that was probably by far my favorite part. I loved being on the field and doing all of that, Um, but really I fell in love with the ticket office. I said to Jesse my first day, I don't want to be in the ticket office. What the heck? (laughs) But now I'm the ticket office coordinator. I love the ticket office. I learned so much. I love sales. I love making those connections with people, um, with customers, and just making their experience that much better. What's one thing that might have surprised you
0: during your experience as an intern with the Sea dogs that you might not have expected? Maybe you just answered this talking about the ticket office and falling in love with it, but uh, was there one experience that kind of stuck out to you like, oh, you know, I never expected to be in this situation or be in this position uh, going to your college classes, but here you are in the real world experiencing it?
3: Yeah, um, hmm, maybe like, yeah, the ticket (laughs) office, like I said, just – falling in love with something that I didn't know that I was going to like at all. And just everything, just learning. Tart poles,
0: maybe? Oh, (laughs) I love tart poles.
3: I love tart poles. (laughs) I think it's just being on, being an athlete my whole life, being on the field again. It's just an experience that I love. Now you played softball
0: uh, in college. So is that where your love of baseball came from?
3: Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I've always, I've always loved baseball. I've always loved softball. I grew up playing baseball softball when I was five years old I was in t-ball and so I just have grown up loving the sport and I put my whole life into it so that I could play college ball and I did it so I achieved the goal that some people want but don't get. And now you're here working
0: with us at the Sea Dogs. so before I let you go I have five just quick answer rapid fire questions for you Uh, now that you live in Portland where's your favorite spot to go? Old Port. Chelsea had the same answer. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite Sea Dogs alternate identity?
3: Uh, red Snappers, for sure.
0: Man, did you and Chelsea, Chelsea have the same answer also? Uh, what is the best promotion in baseball?
3: Um, maybe I really like the, the chairs. The oh, the musical, musical chairs. chairs. Yep. Yeah.
0: Oh, man, one of my
3: favorites, too. Um, do you have a hidden talent? Not that I can think of. I'm pretty open, so everybody knows all my talents. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing hidden with Lauren. (laughs) Nothing hidden. (laughs) What are you most looking forward to next season? Just the fans and the experience again and to actually be full time this time and not just be an intern and be here just for the game portion. I'm ready to, I'm excited to be here for the whole day, for the whole 12 hours, if that's what it is. Just excited to do another season with the dogs. Well, we're excited with you, Lauren. Uh, Thank
0: you so much for chatting with us and, you know, go see dogs. We'll see you in 2023. Absolutely. So last but not least, in the introduction of new front office members, Madison Spencer, our merchandise coordinator. How are you enjoying
2: Portland so far? Oh, I'm loving it. It's a lot different. I moved here from 15 hours away, so very different. Never went north of Ohio before. I moved here, but it's great. The food is great. The locals are great. I'm having a great time. It's kind of a dead giveaway, but you have an accent, (laughs) (laughs) and it is not a Maine or New England accent. So where are you from? Yeah, I'm originally from Southern Ohio, in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Um, It's really close to West Virginia, Kentucky, near the tri-state in Ohio, too. Um, Joe Burrow is from there. That's the only way people know where it's at now. Hey, so (laughs) you say Joe Joe Burrow. (laughs) We know who that is, at least. Yes, he got us on the map. So, yeah, and then I moved to Lexington, Kentucky to go to UK. So I don't think that helped the accent, going to Kentucky. No, it, it definitely does sound a little bit more Southern than you would expect for
0: Ohio. So, mm-hmm. um, And at UK, you started your baseball career with the Lexington Legends. Mm-hmm. At one time, the Legends were the single-A affiliate of the Kansas City Royals, but made a transition after the uh, contraction in 2020 of minor league baseball teams. They transitioned to be an independent ball club. They are part of the Atlantic League. What were some big differences that you saw, You know, not necessarily from a merchandise standpoint, but maybe a fan experience standpoint
2: of, going from minor league-affiliated baseball to indie ball? Yeah, well, I actually worked in marketing in Lexington, so a lot of my job was just marketing what independent baseball is. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so basically, the main difference for me that I noticed was the talent in the baseball players. When they were affiliated with the Royals, a lot of the players were younger. But I noticed with independent ball, a lot of the players were in their 30s and 40s, and some of them already played in the major leagues and but a lot of different teams so it was nice to get to see a bunch of different talent of different ages and different parts of their life.
0: Well and you had some pretty big names on that team with Lexington too uh, Brandon Phillips of course being one of them uh, but you also won a championship in the Atlantic League that first time so how was
2: that? Oh that was so fun I got a ring so <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was definitely nice and it was our first year in independent Uh, on the Atlantic League. So yeah, it was definitely really exciting. The players were happy. The front office was happy. We didn't really know what to expect being our first year, especially coming out of um, affiliated ball. So it was nice and to show the fans that we still had baseball. Absolutely. And so what has kind of drawn you to work in
0: baseball and and continue your career from lexington to kentucky <laughs> all the way up here to portland maine
2: yes yeah, so i love fan experience um you know i don't know as much baseball as you of course <laughs> <laughs> um but i love the fan experience aspect that's why i want to work in minor league baseball because um, minor league baseball focuses a lot on fans and so i really like that um in particular, moving up to Portland, trying merchandise out. I'm a very girly person, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> Everything. I, love <laughs> I love getting my nails done. I love doing my makeup, but I'm very passionate about that, and I'm not going to change that. I always say, you know, I feel like femininity can be shown as a weakness, but I don't want it to be. I want to show girls that, you know, you can do your makeup, but you can also love baseball and love working in baseball. I love that. So, uh, what can fans expect? From you
0: that we might see some new things in the merchandise store, not to mention a completely different layout right now than what fans saw last season. Uh so what new things can fans expect from the uh the store?
2: Yeah, kind of just expanding from the basic stuff, trying out stuff, getting more cute women stuff and of mm-hmm. course doing that. <laughs> but also just getting some dimmer stuff that maybe fans haven't seen before, mm-hmm. but I think they'll really like. That's awesome. So before I let you go,
0: I do have some uh rapid fire questions for That's you. Awesome. Very easy. Um, No pressure, but Chelsea and Lauren had the same two answers for the first two questions. So let's see if we go three for three. Um, But where is your favorite spot in Portland?
2: Ooh, you know, I think they said Old Port. (laughs) They did. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I think my favorite spot is probably the Western prom. Okay. So it's kind of, I love, love the it. lookout by the hospital. Beautiful. That's where I take a walk like every day. And I always sit down at the benches kind of just enjoy the view.
0: Love <laughs> it. Take it all in. Uh, but what is your favorite Sea Dogs alternate identity? Whoopie Pie. Okay, perfect. Love they both said Yeah. <laughs> they both said red snappers. So <laughs> Whoopie Pie is is great. Uh, what is your the best promotion in baseball? Ooh, the best promotion
2: in baseball. Anywhere? Anywhere. Anywhere. Mm. It's a tough question. There's so many. I know. I <laughs> love promotions. <laughs> <laughs> um probably I love bobblehead giveaways.
0: Okay. And do you have a favorite bobblehead? Like do you have a collection that you have that there's one that is your prized possession of bobbleheads?
2: Hmm. I have a Coach Cal bobblehead. <laughs> Basket, basketball coach of Kentucky. Oh yes, we all know who Coach Cal is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have a Coach Cal bobblehead um I keep saying I want a Kim Ang bobblehead. Okay. So that's something I would love to get. get contact through. with the Marlins mm-hmm. about that. Um, do you have a hidden talent? Um, I have my motorcycle license. Whoa. Yes. And I'm very girly. So you may, may not expect it. But middle of nowhere. Grew up riding, riding dirt bikes. <laughs> so, um, Wow. <laughs> so learn something <laughs> new every day. Um, what are you most looking forward to next season? Oh, I'm so excited to meet the fans. I've already had a few fans come to the store and everyone buys in so much to the Sea Dogs here and I am just so excited to be able to bring new merch to the fans and just get to know everyone.
0: Love it. Well, the merchandise store is open
2: Monday through Fridays,
0: nine to five. Madison will be in there. Uh, happy to greet you with a smile if you come on by Hadlock Field. So Madison, thank you so much. Welcome to Portland. And we can't wait to see what else you know comes uh, into the souvenir store. Yes, thanks so much for having me and definitely come see me in the store. And now it's time for our segment of Word of the Day. Now today's Word will also come with a little bit of trivia that we'll ask you before we talk a little bit about the Word of the Day and some of its origins and stories behind it. And then we will answer the trivia at the end of the segment. So, be sure to think about it as we're talking about this specific word, try to come up with your answer and see if you're right at the end of the segment. So, today's word of the day is sweep, as in a series sweep, as in the Sea Dogs did how many times in the 2022 season? So, that's your trivia question is how many times did the Sea Dogs sweep their opponents in series this last season. Now, of course, we all know what a sweep is. We've seen the Sea Dogs do it a multitude of times. I won't tell you exactly how many times. Uh, that is for the end of this little segment. But we all know what it is. It's when a team wins every game in a series. You're supposed to bring out the brooms and they sweep the series. But as Peter Morris observes in A Game of Inches, the use of brooms to commemorate a sweeping victory or a series sweep is much older than you might expect. It appears that brooms were initially used by visiting spectators in hopes that their association with witchcraft would bring bad luck to the home team. Now, their popularity was probably also aided by the fact that they helped identify a small group of spectators who were rooting for the visiting team. So that's why the tradition started. We bring out the brooms with the series sweep. As the Sea Dogs were able to bring out the brooms in how many series last season? Well, Two actually, the Sea Dogs swept both the Binghamton Rumble Ponies and the New Hampshire Fisher Cats in six-game series in the 2022 season. And just to dive a little bit deeper into that series with the Rumble Ponies, the Sea Dogs outscored Binghamton 60 to 19 throughout those six games in New York. So that is your word of the day. The word is sweep, as the Sea Dogs did complete two series sweeps in the 2022 season. Right now, we're in the midst of the holiday season in the middle of Hanukkah right now. So because of that, we will talk about a couple of Jewish baseball players that you might not have heard of. As they definitely left their marks in MLB history. So let's first start with Larry Sherry. He was a right-handed pitcher. He played from 1958 to 1968. He had a career record of 53 and 44 with a 367 ERA. Now he came up to the big leagues as a starter, but the Dodgers, but the Dodgers quickly turned him into a reliever. Now he posted eight solid seasons from, like I said, 1859 to 1966 with the Dodgers and then the Detroit Tigers, finishing with an ERA below three each year. In the 1959 World Series, Sherry won two games while pitching in relief, including the decisive sixth game as the Dodgers overcame the Chicago White Sox. Now, as Dodger teammates between 1959 and 1962, Sherry and his brother Norm formed one of the few Jewish pitcher-catcher batteries in baseball history and the first, and to this day, the only, Jewish brother battery. So pretty cool to hear about Larry Sherry. Now, he was with the Dodgers, the Tigers, the Houston Astros, and the California Angels throughout his 10-year career at the MLB level. Now, let's talk about Barney Pelty. He was also a right-handed pitcher. Now, he played a little bit earlier uh, in the major leagues before uh, Larry Sherry. His career spanned from 1903 to 1912. He was with the St. Louis Browns and the Washington Senators. He finished his career with an overall 263 ERA and 693 strikeouts. Pelty had a successful 10-year career with the St. Louis Browns, as well as 11 games with the Washington Senators. He recorded an ERA below 285 his first seven seasons, twice finishing below two, an incredibly rare feat in modern times. Now, in 1906, he went 16 and 11 with a 159 ERA. It was the second lowest in the American League. So, Larry Sherry and Barney Pelty, some incredibly talented Jewish baseball players. So, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and happy holidays to those listening. As those are two prolific Jewish baseball players in history. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Portland Sea Dogs Podcast. Be sure to stay up to date with the Sea Dogs on social media. If you are interested in purchasing tickets, merchandise, or want more information on sponsorship opportunities, You can visit us at cdogs.com, give us a call at 207-874-9300, or swing by the box office at Hadlock Field.